voguing. I couldn't stop it from hurting my face. You couldn't stop it from hurting your face? Nope. He was powerless to stop it, Spirit. I was powerless to stop it. I mean, I suppose I could have stopped it if I put like a... Ski mask. Ski mask on yeah. or something. Like the, uh... Yeah, but then, you know, like, you're getting pulled over yeah. on your way to work. You got that three-hole baklava. You're like, sir, baklava? you know why I pulled you over? It's damn cold, motherfucker! Yeah, I don't know if I... He'd immediately shoot me if I had <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, because chances are he's black. Yeah. <laughs> Did that just go there? He'll shoot me immediately. Oh, Pete doesn't hear color. <laughs> I don't hear color. <laughs> this is my house. That's right. She is. <laughs> hear color. Bet your sweet ass and have a titty. I'm sorry. That, that show is What so are you even going to do with half a titty? It's that like was, useless. I don't know. That was from Black Diamond. Most women walk around their entire them. lives with half a titty on the, hanging off their chest. I mean. You can't watch it in front of your daughter. Oh, I. Because there's titties. <laughs> I did not hear half and full <laughs> and I mean... half a titty and think. You know what? I bet my kids would like that. <laughs> I think it's a fantastic movie. One of my favorites. I th- it seems like to me a bet you have to win. Like, how are you gonna give up half a titty? I mean, <laughs> you gotta win so you can gain more titty. Ooh. Bet you a sweet ass and half a titty. Ass and titties. Ass and titties. Is ass, that a song? ass and titties. It is. It is. It's more on the line of. So it's on the line of boats and hoes. I tried to watch that show with Faith. Doesn't understand it. She's like, "This is really bad." Talking about black. I'm like, "That's the point. It's a. It's a spoof black exploitation film written by black people, written by a black guy." Got to make her watch some actual black exploitation. It's hilarious, huh? And then, like, I mean, it's genius. Like, at some point, there's like they they. On purpose, show boom mics like those old black spaces where we have the shitty boom mics. They always like on purpose. He shows boom mics to look up at it while he's acting. Uh, just little things like that. It's just brilliant. What's Which looks like a feather duster. Black dynamite. Ever seen black dynamite? Black no, dynamite. No, no. Oh, his guy gets his head cho- chopped off by kung fu masters. He's like, no. He catches his head. He's holding. He's like, you died by kung fu treachery. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's so good. I can't believe you haven't seen it yet. No, I ha- I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to oh cue that one God. up. It's brilliant, and that's pretty recent, right? Um, I was oh. still at Borders when it came out, so it was oh. uh, 2000, circa 2010. Okay, so yeah, fairly in the in the realm of elderly people, it's fairly recent. It's, it's still it's still in it's the future. Genius. It's genius, he says. It's genius. Says, yeah, like he goes up to little girls. He's walking with this girl he wants to get with. He goes to this girl. Hi, little girls. And the lady's like, where's your daddy? And no, he said, I'm I'm Black Dynamite. And the girl's looking just like, my mama says my daddy's name is Black Dynamite. And the other one says, mine too. And he says, oh, shut up, little girls. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> shut up, little girls. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so good. 2009. 2000, that was close. 2009 it came out. Right. That was close. Black Dynamite. It's amazing. Tasty Freeze. Arsenio Hall is Tasty Arsenio- Freeze. Arsenio Hall is Tasty Freeze. Tommy Davidson's in it. He plays uh, Cream Corn. Cream Corn. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's Brian Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight's in it. Um, I think uh, Lionel Richie's in it too. No, maybe not. Anyways, it's hilarious. Cedric Yarbrough. At one, yeah. At one point, he he throws. He's like he has nunchucks. 
and like he 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 lets his nunchucks go, and then he fights, and they're spinning in the corner, and then he just reads that, and they come back to him, and he continues fighting. <laughs> <laughs> you see him spinning in the corner, you're like, what the hell? And at one point, at at the end, which is one of my favorite parts, he's fighting the main kung fu master. Well, the main guy he fights at the end, by the way, is Tricky Dick Nixon. They have a kung fu fight. Sure. And I'm not lying about this. Right. That's no. another reason why it's one of my favorite movies. Everybody was kung fu fighting. But he, he's fighting the main... On Kung Fu Island, of course. The island's called Kung Fu Island. Maybe I did see right. this. And he's he's fighting all these these Kung Fu guys. And he throws a blade and it just leaves the screen. You don't know where it goes. You're like, okay, must have been a mistake. So he jumps in the room and there's a there's a bad guy in there. He's in the potion room. And he goes to kill him and the blade comes and chops his hand off out of nowhere. <laughs> and Black Knight says, ha, I threw that from the other room. That's <laughs> so good, dude. It's so good. You gotta watch it. It's on Netflix. Just put it on Netflix. Oh, good. But anyways, I watched that, and Faith didn't understand it, why I, I thought it was so brilliant. Uh, she thought like, it was offensive? Yeah. The dialogue in it is brilliant. She's really bad at context. <laughs> like, really bad at it. And yes, they throw the N-word around in there. But it's a spoof of a exploitation film in the 70s. How many exploitation films has Faith seen? None. That's why she didn't understand it. Right. She's like... Are they all are they all supposed to be funny like this? I'm like, no. But if you're talking about Dolomite, they're fucking hilarious. But Dolomite did that on purpose in the 70s. Because his movies were just like that. Hmm. They're awesome. We have a special guest today. There's gonna be dog. There will be dog. He will uh, not be bounty hunting. Think about that movie again. Like, there's so many awesome scenes. He wakes up, and there's two girls. Of course, there's two girls right. next to him. And they start talking. He's like, shh. He's about, to, he's about to leave. He says, shh. You're going to wake up all the other bitches. And he leaves, and there's like three more girls <laughs> in the room. <laughs> they don't chill on camera until after he leaves. <laughs> You're ready been, to begin? I've been, I, I've been wanting to watch The Ladies' Man. Uh, ladies man ladies, ladies man. man i haven't seen that forever i love that movie ladies man it's much more subtle than most people realize but yeah hey sweet thing can i buy you a fifth sandwich <laughs> you guys ready to start finally yes yeah. let's get this over with we're gonna take your car because my car um does not exist <laughs> let's get this started let's get it started in here in here in here. In here. So in here, it's the 19th episode of the Vlix podcast. We're almost at 20. Almost at 2-0. Should we throw something special next week? What, you like a birthday party? We're going to have a birthday party for ourselves. No, yeah. we should wait till 21 and do it super drunk. Oh, <laughs> oh that would be great. I fully That's support this. Funny. Cantini's all around, right? No. Why not? There's so much work. Wait, but you have your own drink? He does. I do. He does. He's, I do. he's invented his own drink. It's called the Cantini. That's amazing. Right. So it, I'm with John on this one. <laughs> okay, fine. For episode 21, I will make Cantinis. Yes. <laughs> the secret is he infuses each drink with a, just a little bit of masculinity. No. <laughs> just a little. Not like the guy who. Well, <laughs> my manhood is involved. <laughs> Oh, I'll say no more. Just the one drinkster, then. 
It's definitely not shaken. Lightly, <laughs> lightly shaken, well stirred. Yeah, it's the, it's the natural flavor. I see. So I'm your host this week, Jabo. Here with Pete. Hello. Danon. Hello. And Ken. Hello. Hello. Wow, we did that pretty well for not even trying to <laughs> We did. That. I was wondering if you guys were going to get that. I was like, I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. And it turned out it worked out. It did. It did. I mean, it was totally cheesy, but that's us anyways. That's, so. a, that's, a, that's a good throwback to the, uh, the Three Stooges days. Right, and it's even better because you don't have to choose between Shemp and Curly. There's just four of us. Oh, I never chose. It was always Curly for me. It was always Curly for you? Yeah. Now, choosing between Shemp and Curly Joe. Mm. Now, now. That's like, you know, waking up in a dumpster and realizing that your life is trash. And you got to choose between the moldy apple or the nasty banana. You take the uh, moldy apple. Apple, for sure. Apple, banana, big mush, and gross. Anyways, so, gross. so Shemp died, right? When they were when he was still under contract, and the Three Stooges were still under contract when Shemp died. So they had to fake it. I don't know if you know this, right? Was it a weekend of Bernie situation? Because I no. know they were really tight <laughs> with contracts back then. Like they would really work. Yeah, in. like you were gonna. They were gonna get that last movie out of you. Yeah. No, no. They had somebody dress up um, as Shemp with like a wig, and they only filmed him from behind. They never huh. showed his face. And Terrible. that created, Terrible. yeah, that was called shemping. So now when you do that in films, it's called shemping. Like you're, you're oh, faking it. Oh, I mm. am certain I saw that in like oh, the I last have no movie doubt I was that watching. You did, yeah. Yeah, it was a whole big scene in Split. Oh, we were watching that. And then the old lady, I can't remember her name, um, was the psychologist in this. And then, but they're shooting over her shoulder at uh whoever the guy. i didn't see it what's so. his name um from x-men he does all the things james mcavoy mcavoy he's got this whole big monologue talky 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 and you can tell oh she did not want to be on set that day that is definitely a wig and someone just standing there because it was just totally <laughs> over her shoulder no face no nothing and he's just talky 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 for this whole big monologue and it's like yep that's definitely not a person that is like shemping. who wants to be in this movie like Oh, you got coffees for everyone? Oh, great. Guess what? You're in a movie now. Come wear this wig. Yeah. I, I actually learned that term from Bruce Campbell's first biography, oh. um, If Chins Could Talk, Confessions of a B-Movie Actor, which I highly recommend. But they'd had to, they had to shemp a lot of, of things in um, Evil Dead. Okay. Yeah, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, they did a lot of shemping. It was like mostly in reshoots and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Where you're just like <laughs> Has anyone ever seen the original Casino Royale? The one that actually starred Sean Connery. No, no. There, there was the TV special starring David Niven. Oh no, James I have not. Um, Woody Allen is uh, stars p- 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 plays James Bond's nephew, Little Jimmy Bond. <laughs> That's stupid. And the bad guy is Orson Welles. Might but be worth it to see Orson, Orson Welles. Welles would not be on set with Woody Allen, and they had scenes together, so they shemped most of their scenes, where it would be just like the back of Orson Welles' head, and you you know that would be the shot, and it would be somebody else. Huh. So Orson Welles and Woody Allen did not get along. No, which doesn't surprise me because Orson Welles didn't really get along with anybody. No, he was a total dick. 
But Woody Allen is a total pedophile, so either way. Yeah, it turns out they were both creeps. And huh. so you can't put two creeps in a passable room. filmmakers. Woody Allen is overrated, in my opinion. I there are there are a couple of films of his that I like, but Don't, the vast majority of them I will take a pass on. Yeah, if you say the sleeper, I'll slap you. No. But Orson Welles Curse was of the Jade Scorpion. Okay, that's a relatively newer one. But Orson Welles, well, as he, uh, for his standards. Yeah, by Woody his, Allen's by standards. By Woody Allen's standards. Um, Orson Welles was um, pretty freaking good, though. Yeah. Orson Welles was Unicron in the Transformers animated film. I told you he was pretty good. Right. He's got street cred. Yeah, he does. So anything new and exciting? Well, let's see. We've been lied to. Does that count? Who got lied to? No, that's not new and exciting. That's old hat. <laughs> when are we not being lied to? We get lied to every day. <sighs> you just can't trust the media these days. Nope. Not at all. What? Well, how did you get lied to? Like, like personally? No, of course not. No one ever talks to me. Uh, just the, the kids. The new story of the day seems to be the, the kids in the, the MAGA hats. In Washington, at a protest. Oh, the like, one that they said was going to get expelled. Well, something they said they they were harassing this Native American, and then they weren't harassing him, and then somebody was harassing them, and then nobody was harassing anybody, and then most of that wasn't true. This is as far as I can wrap my head around it, because journalism doesn't bother to find out anything anymore. They just make up whatever comes to mind and then say it and then backtrack if they need to or just ignore it if they also feel like it you want to know why they do that because it's easier than journalism because it's well okay two reasons because it's easier for journalism and nobody wants to read about the truth so for instance they go to a protest and people protest and nothing happens what's your going to be headline going to be Protest occurred. Everything went swell. Right, but wouldn't they, like, tell you what the protest was about, what they hoped to accomplish with their I mean, protest? That's what I want to read. I want to know what was going on exactly. I don't want to know what might have been going on. I don't want to know what s- speculation was going on. I want to know what happened. So <clears throat> instead, they come up and they make these gigantic stories, so you click on it because people want to read about trauma and devastation and bullshit they don't want to they don't really want to know the truth because when you think about it um out there people are generally nicer um there's more nice people out there than than you think and right now the media spins it as the nice people are the minority the people that actually think and reason are the minority and they always put these morons on tv because they know that that's going to get the clicks or they make up stories around little pictures and that's that's almost how, that's basically what memes are well yeah that seems you know there's a the memification can we make that word up now mm-hmm. of, of news so someone posts a picture from somewhere it's taken completely out of context and then you just go with whatever story seems to whatever headline pops into your head first seems to fit your narrative that you want to convey yes you've just been dying to use the word lurking and you're like man how can i really work this into the news day 
oh, I think there was a group of people standing yeah, like, next to another group of people. You learned something. You, that was in your word of the day calendar that day. And like, I need to use this. Because I think the people who fall for the people who generate that shit are too, generally too stupid to know what lurking means until the calendar tells them. No, they know exactly what they're doing. Well, like they use that word deliberately, because lurking, you know, implies something sinister. <clears throat> lurking implies. Um, it implies something left-handed. It, it implies. Um, hey, I take offense. Negative intent is what it implies. Lurking, like you're you're waiting to do something wrong. Oh yeah, nobody no no nobody lurks for fun. Yeah, I mean, I do. I went to my niece's birthday party and I lurked am. in the corner. I yeah, had a great like, time. You're out, you're out, you're out kicking. You're looking like, like for kicks on a Friday night, so you decide to lurk around a corner in an alley or something like that, and I don't know, hand out free puppies. I mean, nobody does that. No, just popsicles in <laughs> middle of winter. <laughs> okay. Or Why J- not? like like Jabo driving around with a in a windowless van with like can't free candy spray painted on the side. That was Tristan. And actual pieces of candy glued to the side of the <laughs> That was me doing that too, Tristan. <laughs> Jesus. But they're not lurking. No, no. No, no. Nope. I think I think the, the saddest part of this story is the kids are getting vilified, yes. And they should not be. Because they weren't doing anything to the Native American man. Well... They weren't that, doing they anything were to the Native American. Guy, he says that they were that, that, that there were kids mocking him. No, because he just said on the story that I read today, he said that they were not. He went over there because the two groups were mocking each other. And he went over right. there to stop it from happening, and the kids were not mocking He was him. trying to defuse. They were mocking. He was trying to defuse. In spite of being. Yeah. Right. Because there was the Islamic people... Who are not getting along with the MAGA people. I think the sad part about this is the fact that the school that these kids belong to, that was a field trip. That was a field trip for the school. Right. And the school put them in MAGA hats, which, okay, you can wear whatever hat you want. Maybe you just like the hat. Whatever. Well, right. But that's the same as, like, go ahead and fly your Confederate flag. Everyone has their own opinions. <laughs> right. But well, that's... They that's took, not an unpopular opinion in certain parts of the it's country. It's not. We have to remember that. Yeah. That's an unpopular opinion with us for sitting here. But they took those kids to this thing to protest abortion. So they're filling their kids' heads because it's, it's a Christian school. So they're filling these ki- their kids' heads with all this hatred towards others. And then they're taking them, these kids, to, sh- to, to pronounce their hatred towards others. Right. That's the sad part. Which is where the the vilification of the kids is not. They didn't do what they got called out for. The school should be vilified. But had they, I don't know, not been wearing those hats. What they went along with. Not been. Their kids. They don't know. Doesn't matter. They're brainwashed, man. No, no. They're they're, they're props. Well, right. Well, they're props. But again, do props think? No, they don't. They're kids. They're brainwashed. When I went to Catholic school as a kid, I believed everything up until I got smart and it got to a certain point when I started thinking about things. Yeah. Because you know, when you're a kid, kids. you believe whatever your adults tell you. Most we got to, no, we, we, we got we to gotta be, we got we to gotta keep things in perspective here because, again, that's feeding our own bias. Because nobody talks about, you know, you talk about the, uh, the kids at the, park, the Parkland kids. Okay. And it's easy 
for the Parkland kids to be their props. Uh. We have to remember that. To conservatives and gun owner and, and gun rights activists, those kids were just props. Likewise, we can't say we, we don't we won't we refuse they refuse to give those kids credit for having but for knowing their own minds and having opinions about gun violence. And I'm sorry, but if you've been shot at, you're entitled to have an opinion about gun violence. Right. The same people who laud those kids for having their opinions and, and taking a stand are also the same ones who are who who who, who will. I reduce these kids to the to the status of props because they were supporting something that the person talking about it doesn't believe in. Again, I think say, I think there's a it's difference. What, it's what fits your what is the difference? The difference is this. The difference is the upbringing of the kids. So if you've got something poured in your head. I mean, and I'm not I'm not saying that they were they were props from the system. I'm not. I'm saying they were there because they were with their class and this is what they've been taught forever now the people that think that they were props are saying that though these people were actors or whatever these kids were not actors these kids truly believed in what they were saying at this right at this christian thing was it a class or was it a hand-picked group of students who went uh, that, on a field trip? that we don't know but but when you or say was, or, or did they volunteer start, here's the thing when you right. start saying hand-picked or volunteered then they're props that's what that's what the right. I don't know if they're exactly props, but they've been set up. They've, they've okay, had a thing wait. built around them. But we don't know that. That's what the right is saying the kids from Partland are. Right. Right? And that's what you're doing now. We don't know that. No, we don't. And the right doesn't know that. But these kids have been shot at, so it's pretty obvious to me that they weren't props. No, but right. they were being stirred up. By the liberal media and and people and, and people who are anti-gun, so well stirred up, empowered, whichever. Exactly. So I can't say that the kids, you know, without knowing all the facts, I can't pass judgment on these kids of this march either. Right. I think it's more. It makes more sense that they were there as a class. Not everybody's a villain. Not everybody has a sinister motive. Those kids were probably there as a class. They've had this crap poured in their head forever. Okay? They were probably there thinking that they were doing what they were in their head is right because that's what they've been told they've been right their whole lives. Okay? And they're different from the Parkland kids who didn't have that bringing. Everybody knows guns can kill you. And these kids got shot at. They weren't being paid to get shot at. These kids over here at the with the MAGA hats on, they, were, they probably weren't being paid to be dicks. They probably just thought they were doing the right thing. Just like the kids at Parkland now think they're doing the right thing, and they probably are because they've been shot at. The difference is in upbringing. So, but again, you're basing your argument on the notion that being pro-life is crap. And they've had that crap, your words, Poured into their heads their whole life. Right. I mean, I mean, that's my bias, and I think it's crap. But again, even for those who don't, they don't, they won't see those kids as props because that's what the kids believe in, and they'll support that because that's what the kids believe in. Okay. See what I'm saying? I think it's stupid because that's my bias. I don't agree with what they're protesting. Now, do they have the right to be there and talk about their religion? I guess if they do it peacefully. 
But the problem comes is when the school takes them there, which they probably shouldn't be on a school thing doing this anyways, but a school takes them there and lets it get out of hand. Yeah. Well, I guess. Well, the school definitely could. I, I'll agree that the school definitely failed in letting it get out of hand. Totally failed. But in what context did the school bring them there? It was a class field trip. I understand that. But what class? That I don't know. Right. That's the information that I don't if, have. If only there was journalists who if were If only the in journalists this. would have well, gave us all the information. Yeah, here's what I'm saying. We don't know what class, and we don't know if the kids volunteered to go, if they, no. if they chose to go, if they as a class decided we should go do this. Right. It was from a Catholic school, though, and it right. may have just been and a general you were, Catholicness right. of it. And in a, in a public school, if you, were, if you were taking, like, a civics class, for example, you learn about protesting. You learn you you, you learn about the the the, uh, the 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 logistics of protest. Except for they don't have civics classes anymore. Well, no, but you know, <laughs> when we were in school, they did. They wouldn't want to it encourage was, that. It was still a thing that existed. Right. Uh, and we don't know what goes on in a Catholic school. They could have civics classes, but any, at any they rate, don't. at any rate, <laughs> at any rate, there these kids should be involved in a class where they talk about these kinds of things, and they it's can they, they they could have chosen to go. Right. Now, the school making it mandatory or compulsory, I know lots of practicing Catholics who are pro-life. Sure. I know lots of practicing Catholics who are pro-choice. Sure. So, would, it seems to me like it would be unfair, and not that the Catholic Church, you know, has a history of being unfair, but whatever. It seems to me like it would be unfair to force kids to go if they didn't want to. So kids should be able to opt out of this field trip. Right. You'd think. Well, and even if they were forced to go, if you were in high school and they forced you to go on a field trip and handed you a hat that you did not agree with, could they make you wear the hat? No. No, but you're, at the same you're time, a I'm guessing. a high school student. You would absolutely I'm say, piss off point. and point. ditch that hat. That all, let, well, let's, let's be honest. All field trips are, are voluntary. Yes, for the most part, yeah. Nobody right. even forced you to go on a field trip. Right, but it also gets you out of school. So no matter how bad the field trip is, you're really willing to go, but do you have to chant? Do you have to wear the hat? Do you have to play into the whole thing? I would say every red hat was legitimately voluntary. You can't make a person wear one of those hats. Or any hat. Right. You just you just can't physically hold it on their head. No, the yeah, not time. unless you make it part of the school uniform, and somebody's going to file a lawsuit about that, even right. if they are... So I'm saying point against the the kids on that one. Yeah, but then again, you're you're stating that anybody who wears that hat is a bad. Person. No, you're stating any group of white people from rural America on a Catholic field trip who agree to all wear the hat together and go protest other people's lives seems like kind of a dick move. I agree. Which is where I I. You know, they didn't throw a punch, right? This could have gone no totally different. Yeah. Nobody got violent. Just opposing people got together in a public place where they meant to oppose other people. And everybody did what they were expected to. I'm not sure why it's really that big a deal at I think, all. I think we wouldn't really be even having this conversation if actual journalism happened. Right. Oh, no. No, we definitely would not. Because they, they played it as these horrible children come and... <laughs> yell at this poor little old man who's indigenous like they're currently stealing his land from him or something. They're desperate to make anybody who wears the hat look like a terrible person. I know, but it would be so much easier to just 
and more productive, I think, just to ignore the hat. Like you can't you can't win their game trying to be the biggest, loudest, everything is terrible and you should be afraid of everything all the time because all that does is play to them. And they spin it however it is they want because their base doesn't care about facts. So you can't win that, especially if you take your own completely factless story to make villains. Right. You can't vilify them. Just no. I see I want to know like that story would be like, okay, why are you here? You know, and it's give me the information because because then maybe there are villains. Maybe there are villains and maybe there are heroes. Oh, there are definitely villains in this story and I don't think anybody's talking about them. Yeah, there's villains in this story. Who are the villains? I mean, I could tell you the media that reported it is one of them. Oh, and, yeah. yeah, I mean, and just completely blowing everything out of proportion. And, like, and, and media on both sides. Both both sides. And let's talk about the Gillette ad. You want to talk about that one? Yeah, let's drag that crap in here. Yeah, why not? It's the it's the hot news of the day. Yeah, okay, so the uh, anti-toxic masculinity um, Gillette ad, which, by the way, um, honestly, if it made you mad, then you're kind of a douche in yeah, here. Yeah, it was super low-key. Like, it was not... Yeah, like trying to hit like, you in the face. Hey, let's be better people. Let's not. I want to continue being a dick. Basically, that's if it pisses you off, that's what you're thinking. But the outcry from that direction is minuscule. Right. Because online, there was a guy who actually checked the sources, and he posted this all on Twitter. Um, the sources were like three guys on Twitter with like 10 followers each. So, literally, you can find hatred for anything you want to on Twitter. Anything. There's so many people there. Right. And most of them are idiots. The bread and butter of Twitter. But that's not a freaking story. It's not. So, 30 people think that, uh, 30 assholes, think that that ad is bad to men. That's not a story. I'm sorry. And don't make it a story. Don't say everybody hates this ad because that's untrue. And again, you're making news where no news exists. 30 people hate this ad. Right. But I mean, is there a possibility, and this is maybe just me being cynical, that like Gillette said, hey, I want you to make a story that says this ad is the worst thing ever. Because they got way more play than if they'd been like, oh, did you see that nice new commercial? Yeah, it was nice. And move on with your life. If it's the worst thing ever and terrible and everyone hates it and then you have to defend it, well, now that's even better. We're going to create our own buzz. Right. I mean, that's possible, but again, as a journalist, you don't do that anyways. No, but I, I wonder, I mean, journalism has been perfect, bought. Did they, per, did they create the perfect scenario for which, by, by which journalists, in quotation marks, um, can, can, can make this into a thing? Right. I mean, the, the formula is pretty clear now. Like, it's been fairly well established that if you do a thing, polarize it. You'll have people defending you, people defending it, uh, like whatever back and forth. And that's way more attention than you would have gotten anyway. And it also appears to be organic, where you're not just saying your ad louder in a different form. You're like, oh, well, I'm just, we just did a thing. We're just trying to help. My issue with that is this. <clears throat> so let's say you're Gillette and you come out with this ad and... There's, so basically, the, the people that are going to have the biggest outcry are the extremes. So there's people that are going to absolutely 100% love it, and they're going to share it. And then there's people that are absolutely 100% hate it, right? People in the middle really don't give a shit. 
right? Right. So what are you really gaining by doing that? So you're inferior. You, in fact, you'll probably gain. You might. Okay. Here's your point. Here's your point. Here's your point. It's going to be made right now. You might have more people in the middle rallying behind it, but you'll also have more people on you know the left side of the bell curve absolutely starting to hate it because they suddenly agree with these people, right? Right. So it, it, in my opinion, it'd probably be a wash. Yeah, but it doesn't matter, though, because Gillette was never going to control 100% of the market share. All they need to do is create more people who are sympathetic to their brand. So even if you don't use their products... You've now chosen a side, and your side is the Gillette side, right? Because you're a good person, and good people side on the side of Gillette, right? And so now those people who are in the middle who genuinely didn't care, but now they've had this conversation at the water cooler, are standing in the aisle in their supermarket, and they say, oh, I really don't care what shaving cream I pick. Gillette's got a good deal today. You know what? I'm going to – now I'm a Gillette person. Now I that's, do that. You know, that's a good point, and that, that, that might be it. Well, it's certainly the cynical view, but I can't imagine there aren't marketing teams out there who are seeing all this stuff happen, who, who look at the way that media is being manipulated and how you can push things in a viral direction. You can't guarantee it, but you can certainly set it up by making a thing, polarizing it, yelling to both sides, and the middle hears more stuff than they wanted to. I think you might be on to something here because the, another perfect example of that is Nike. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Nike, um and uh and the Colin Kaepernick yeah. Colin Kaepernick stuff. Right. You know, they just gained a whole lot of more fans. They gained a whole lot more hate, but like you said, they're not gonna they're not gonna oh, yeah. have hundred. You don't care because you know for sure, I mean, on shoe sales, what's Nike controlling on the number of shoes that are sold in the in the world? Probably a lot. I mean, we're gonna say like I'm gonna be generous and say forty percent. It can't possibly even be that high. But that means all you have to do is have 40% of people like you a little bit better than someone else. You know, you, you never are shooting for 100. No one thinks that you're going to sell all of the shoes in the world. Unless you're Disney. Well, okay, so <laughs> that's a whole other market. And to a lesser extent, and it's heyday Pan Am. Right. Uh, let's, let's not forget about Pan American Airways and the extent and the, the lengths they went through to capture the 100% of the international market. So what you're saying is the corporations can be defeated. They can be, <laughs> but what ends up happening? You have to wait, and we, we have to slowly wait for them to defeat themselves. They'll defeat oh. themselves. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They they've had a lot of lessons to learn from a lot of other companies. Fortunately, the mouse will fall long after I'm dead and buried, so I don't care. The mouse will never fall. Long live the mouse. <laughs> You're probably right on that too. Viva la mouse! We'll have Amazon and the mouse. Amazon, the mouse, and Walmart will be nope, your, nope, your, nope, nope. your 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 Amazon stars. will eventually buy Walmart. You think so? That's your plan. Yes, I, yeah. That's I, not I my plan. That. That, but that's just what will happen. I mean, if Amazon's already going to buy Target, it's what the uh, Sam Walton's kids run it now. If you call it running it, <laughs> traditionally speaking, the third generation of the family closes the business. So, sometime within the next generation. That's what I'll right. say. It's what happened to uh, Haleburger. Yeah. So which, which for people that don't know out there, we live in Flint, and Haleburger is kind of a our county hamburger place. Yeah, There's probably eight or nine of them. Um, recently sold so out Flint to Subway. Flint tradition like Kogel's. Yeah, hot Flint dogs. tradition oh. like Kogel's hot dogs. It recently sold out to Subway. Really? They didn't sell to Subway. Dorch. They yes, sold, they did. They sold. They sold to a guy who owns Subway. Yeah, they sold to Dorch. Oh, guy who owns Subway. Lou Dorch. 
Yeah, he's just a subway franchise owner who owns like twenty subways. Still though, well, like uh, fifty subways. I knew yeah, it was a high it's number. a disgusting number of subways. You can tell it's being it just run by two. a guy everywhere. who runs it just that kind two. of thing. And he puts one every mile now. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. There's one like on on Bellacy Road, and then you go a quarter mile down the road, and there's another one. It's like Starbucks. It's like the Starbucks of fast food. Right. Yeah, sandwich. Reminds me of Wal- uh, Walgreens and Rite Aid. Remember those turf wars? Right. The corner lots, you'd have a Walgreens and a Rite Aid. Didn't Rite Aid lose that battle? Yes. Yes. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, now there's only one Rite Aid in the area. Which is funny, too, because they beat... C- no, I, there's one in Grand they, Blank. They, oh, was they beat yeah. CVS, and then they lost to Wal- <laughs> Walgreens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was CVS. Yeah, it was It was right in CVS for a while, and then, and then Rite Aid won that one. And then, then Walgreens is like, oh, yeah? Watch this. <laughs> Hold my prescription. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you who can put out a long receipt. Right. Yeah. All right, so you guys got anything else more you want to say about this? No, no. the media is disgusting. I'm tired of all of them. Yep, agreed. I agree. Left and right. I was reading a thing today about taking a 10-day break from uh, all the electronics. That's what I hate about my job sometimes, the fact that I can't do it. I can't do it either. Like, I, I want to get rid of Facebook. I like, have to do it. On a consistent basis. I was basis. considering that today. And I'm like, I just want to get rid of this so bad. You know, I did it before. I did it back in 2010. I got rid of it for a year and a half. I did have an account where I could help run pages, but I had no friends or nothing. Um, And it was nice. I want to do it, but I can't because of the people that I have to talk to for my job. Um, they They won't pick up their phone. They won't answer an email. The only time they'll ever get back to me is when I freaking message them on Facebook. That's because we're on it all the time. Where to find our, our, fr- our, our good friend Karen is actually on a Facebook work right now. And, you know, this this is the one. If uh, if it goes well, she's just going to give it up altogether. I um, wish I could. If I could, if I didn't have to use it for work all the time, I would get rid of it. Me too. If I didn't have to use it for work all the time, I would get rid of it. Why are you using your personal Facebook for work? Because I don't want to have to sign in with the corporate account. Sensible. It just makes it easier. It's easier for people to find me, too. Yeah. People that I have to make contact with at work, yeah. Mm. All right. So when we come back, we're going to talk about some magazines that exist that nobody knew about. <laughs> right. Some real journalism, finally. Yeah. yeah real journalism. We'll be right back. Let's talk about magazines. So we're going to talk about magazines. And this is a list from Mandatory of 19-word magazines, weird magazines, emphasized. They said 19-word magazines. I might have said word. Who knows? I fully support a 19-word magazine. That's about the attention span of the average American these days. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's pretty close to what a Twitter you know, tweet is. So, Anyways, 19-word magazines that have actually been published. Sheep! Number one is Sheep. 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 A magazine about sheep. And no, it's not, you know, people who are sheep. It's actual sheep. Yeah. It's it's all, like they have probably have, like, articles about shearing. It's a, it's a trade club publication about, you know, how to get the best leg of lamb. and <laughs> Yeah, like what, what to feed your sheep, what songs to sing them at night. Exactly. To make them taste better. Yeah, like Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> and just, like, <laughs> stare him right in the eye, singing Mary Had a Little yeah, Lamb, yeah. sharpening your knife like some sort of psycho. Yeah. That's not normal? 
No. No. Oh, damn. Stop doing that. Only when you do it with pigs. You gotta quit reading those magazines. What about goats? No, 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 no. That's that's when you build the goatapult in in, in their presence. (laughs) Guess who's going for a ride? It's almost done. You're gonna love this, Hank. You are, Frankie. You're going for a ride today. Hank sounds good. Hank's a good goat name, I think. What's a good sheep name? I wonder if there's like a goat weekly. Dale. Barbara. Oh, oh my word! Oh. <laughs> or you know, Babs for short. <laughs> oh, that's terrible! All right, what's the next magazine? Next is Girls and Corpses magazine. <laughs> so, so in fact, there is there is a, there is an alternative to live nude girls. Right. Actually, the girls are alive. Yeah, so it's, girls, it's, the, it's the corpses that are dead. So it's girls okay. and corpses are girls in bikinis, bucks and babes, posing with corpses. Like corpses like a la Weekend at Bernie's style? No, or like, corpses like desiccated, like, decayed like, corpses. Like from off a body farm in Virginia. Like, like off a body farm. Well, their latest metal cover album has cover a corpses. decorpsing Donald Trump What's that? It's it like metal album. Yeah, like, decomposing Donald like Trump a cannibal so corpse cover corpse. So they're kind of like made up corpses? Right. No, there, there's, there's pictures with actual corpses. I've looked at this. It's disgusting. I mean, where do they find the corpses? Is well, yeah, there's not like, a Donald Trump corpse out there somewhere, so they obviously had to doctor that one. Well, this they one's fake. definitely doctored up. Yeah, they fake it. Wait, 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 wait. So somebody's out there doing essentially like gag taxidermy on human corpses and then having pretty girls stand next to them, and that's the magazine? Kind of. That makes sense. It's like, not, it's like, it's, it's like somebody in a green morph suit because they're like just like dropping an image on top of it's possible, but whatever. Here's the Wait. thing. Let's I don't want to know a person. Like zombie that, makeup mostly. Yeah, I don't want to know a person that subscribes to this magazine. Right. What are the articles? Really, it feels like it feels like that list of subscribers would be very informative. <laughs> yeah, like, like you want to know who's like on a, that list, like a who to watch right. uh, kind of list, if you will. Oh, yeah. so we should start putting out magazines by who we want the FBI to follow. Like, Pretty much, great. Yeah. You so put I it just, out there. See so who we, signs so up. So I just looked this up. Like now I'm on if, the list. Yeah. Damn yeah. it. Well, like I don't want to, you know, to put a damper on it. But if there was a magazine called like How to Fly and Not Land magazine. Right. Like, like you know, the FBI is probably looking at the guys who are subscribed to that magazine. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Right. As with this one. Could have been very instructive. Mm-hmm. Like Serial Killer magazine. Like if you get that. Like Serial Killer Monthly. Yeah. You're, you're bound to be watched. Yeah. You know, and girls and corpses. This is has been around things. for so long. It was like 2009. There's a YouTube video and they're showing the inside of the book. Oh, my word. Oh. I still want to know. Like, okay. What is what is the article? What's the draw? Or is it just pictures uh, of girls it, and corpses? It's a picture it, book. It's, it's all it's, about being zombies and horror films and stuff of that nature. I just bet. read it for the or- okay. for the articles. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, so they're actual corpses, or it's it's zombie makeup. Best formaldehyde alternative. The quote, stuff like that. the quote from Mandatory was sort of like Maxim Magazine meets Dawn of the Dead. Is it like a like if I was gonna have a Halloween comedy, party, I might like buy a couple of back issues to have laying around the house just to kind of like add right. to the feel of the, of, of, of the is ambiance. It like, of is things, it like a but... zombie fashion magazine? Kinda. Huh. A, for the first comedy magazine about death. It says it's a comedy magazine. That's what man, the mandatory article says. Yeah. It sounds slightly macabre. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Yeah. That's... Next. Fashion Doll Quarterly. Creepy. 
fashion doll. Fashion so, doll. Like Barbie? No. Making like clothes for Barbie? Barbie. I think it's like porcelain dolls and stuff. Yeah, posing dolls realistically as if they're attending parties and elegant events. Oh, so you're like, it's a photography oh, magazine kind of. Right. But where they construct detailed miniature dioramas? Yes. Okay. That actually could be kind of interesting. So what's the movie that just came out? Steve Carell about the actual guy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Welcome to Morwen or something like that. Yeah. But right. You have to remember, that's not his first foray into the miniature diorama photography vein either. Who's, you know, Steve, Steve Carell's? Carell's? Yeah. If, you remember, if you've seen Dinner, with, Dinner for Schmucks. No. Oh, yeah, he did the mice. Yeah, it was the mice. He, that was he really cool. He the mice in... in it was actually was kind of movie. interesting, like the construction, how you go about constructing that stuff. But it's like putting together toy, toy train sets. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, for sure. how do you miniaturize the stuff and make it look, you know, lifelike? Okay, so this there's is actually just some inter- there's actually some interesting uh, tidbits. That that might be kind that. of an interesting thing to actually look at. I actually, see what they pose these pe- these dolls as. I actually just shared. I know I was bashing Facebook, but I did share uh, yesterday or the day before a video of a guy taking firecrackers and smoke bombs and stuff with his action figure toys oh, I, 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 I watched saw that. that it was really yeah. good it's really cool and that was really cool you know so honestly right. i don't have an issue with this magazine i think that's all right yeah you want to do it with barbie it's dolls it's like weirdly specific but like there's certainly a lot of actual things to wrap your head around it's of like, like printed oh. media rule 34 what huh what's printed media rule 34 it's rule 34 for printed media what's that rule 34 for the internet it is oh, 34 yeah. isn't it if it exists, there's porn of it. Oh yeah, Rule oh, if there's yeah. exists oh. porn of it, probably. Yeah, you know, like you know, if it exists, there's a magazine for it. Okay. Obviously, yeah. there's enough people into this to to merit a publication. Yeah, fair. Hmm. What's next? Pro, portable restroom operator. It's a Porter John magazine. It's a magazine about Porter Johns, and, and all the different styles you can get, and the wraps you can get, and the different products you can use inside of them. Is this a trade publication? Yeah, or this, some kind of. This is a portable the, the trucks that you can buy, pumps, safety, special events. So this is a Uline magazine, but For it only sells toilets. Portable poopers. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, yeah, so it's probably like a yearly thing. It's probably their their yearly catalog. Right. No, I, I, my, my money's on it being a quarterly publication. You think it's quarterly? Yeah. My money's on quarterly. Okay. you got to put it out more often than a year. Otherwise, you people get forget about membership you. For, uh, That's true. Yeah, you gotta get something out of your membership. Just to let you know, this is monthly. Oh, oh it it's monthly. monthly. This is monthly. But like, we're talking like what? thirty pages, eighty what? pages. Does it list an article? Twenty pages. I mean, the vanity. Uh, gain respect uh, for the industry through learning by doing experiences. <laughs> <laughs> learning by doing that means using right. all the portagons. Have you seen the new T thirty eights? Yeah, but have you shit in the new T-38s? <laughs> it's a dream. You'll love it. Be, it's a dream. Pre- be prepared for old man winter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heated portable pooper. Right? Flannel portajohns. <laughs> Indicators show hiring will be a big challenge in 2019. It's got, a, it's got a big giant toque on the top of it, you know, like a flannel. It's like wrapped in flannel. They say hire, hiring like is going to be a challenge. challenge. Yeah. yeah. And then Porter you never John. get those stains out. I feel like they can put that article in for every year. Hiring's going to be a challenge in 2019. Hiring's going to be a challenge in 2020. Uh, here's another headline for that one. What's behind this big pile of boulders? <laughs> I'm going to go with a porta job. <laughs> it's actually a castle. My money's on a shitter. <laughs> uh, Learn the best way to muck. 
Guy's name well, caps. If you're gonna sit on the throne, you might as well be in a castle. Right? right? Wait, why do they not have these at the Renaissance Festival? If they exist, why are they using regular I'm, ones? I'm assuming because I, one of two reasons. Either A, the people who run the Ministry of the Renaissance Festival are awful and cheap. Number yes. two, they're not aware that they exist. Because they're awful and cheap. I just want to read more of these. Well, they're not going to spend money on great. a publication. I mean, they would There's even more pay, articles? They would, oh, yeah. They wouldn't even pay for posters. I, I yeah. clicked on another, another issue. Oh, there's more articles. Yeah. Blank taps into his ancestral roots while serving a Celtic celebration. <laughs> <laughs> he taps into his ancestral roots yeah. by serving a Celtic yep. some guy this is how we used to poop in Ireland <laughs> follow these rules when you're down on the farm <laughs> did so you know that all the shit could be composted cast your light and reel in a big fish what, what? <laughs> yeah roll up Portable your sleeves portable crapper on the dock we can fish from it that's right. funny it floats <laughs> learn the best tactics to beat backlies about your business there's lies about the business? Apparently. Like, what do you lie about? People shitting it. 80 year one old advice about running your business. Ask your clients what they need and give it to them. <laughs> well, they're going to give it to you, so you might as well give it to them. And then they have an article, should you add pot rules to your employee handbook? Oh, well, you know, that's legitimate. You know, if my, employee, if my employees want pot roast, I'm all for it. <laughs> Time for teamwork. <laughs> yeah, you don't well, want to do that by yourself. Can we move on to the next magazine? Yeah, what's the next <laughs> magazine? Oh, fine. Uh, next is Cranes Today. Trade magazine about cranes. Birds? Right. No, no, no. Birds or cranes? The no. big cranes that you the build. Big the, big, the big cranes. That you right. build stuff with. Because so is who, this like another catalog? Or? Who is having to choose this is also a new monthly. crane often enough every month? Man. I feel like this should be about the doctor's crane. <laughs> that would actually be funny. Yeah. Like, you know, an article, Niles' is Nook, where he, like, he's got a little article or something like that. Cranes Monthly. You'd be surprised. This actually looks pretty nice. What, Cranes Monthly looks nice? Yeah. Well, yeah, because you I bet, I bet the, one... I bet it's riveting, too. It's 64 pages. Damn. Okay, but again, is this something you can just, like, call up and subscribe to, or does this come along with a membership in some kind of construction crane advocacy group or professional trade organization nobody knows i'm clicking subscribe you right. can subscribe to cranes monthly how much does this does a, this is subscription to cranes monthly cost? i believe it's free oh so it is one of those like a business to business yeah kind of thing? it looks like it's free what advertising do you sell in cranes monthly Hold Parts? on, hold on. I will go Oil. back to this digital edition and tell you what advertisements there are in here. Yeah, lubricants, parts, new cranes, new cranes. I mean, like how much big, does a new crane cost? I don't know, like Tadano, a lot. It seems like a lot. Tadano, but, but, but crane accessories. Yeah. Okay, you want that comfort you, grip on the on the on the joystick? I mean, right. you know. what do you got, you want Jonathan? Link built cranes. That's a full page advertiser. Link built cranes. Yep. So it's a crane. The company. real strength is a cable looking. Looks like they're making reels and cables company. Okay, yeah. so reels and cables. That makes sense. Yep. Another crane company for repairing and stuff of that nature. So I think we need to find like a a kind of. Like 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 cranes, but something else where we can just sell advertising for all the you know components that go into these things. You mean like we already did once? Yeah. Okay, let's <laughs> just do that one then. I mean, honestly, that's all we got to do. I know, right? All right. So next is miniature donkey talk. 
Talk to you want to talk about your donkey? <laughs> Only if it's a miniature donkey. Yeah, you can't talk about regular sized donkeys. So are there guys who have really short for their normal sized donkeys who are passing them off as miniature donkeys <laughs> who then later get called out by the miniature donkey people for being an asshole and having a regular size donkey? I bet you that's donkey. one of the regular features in the magazine where they're like going undercover to expose fake miniature donkey right? uh, sellers. Just breeding short donkeys. They're not miniature. Miniature donkeys. And that's the whole magazine. Like you right. can't talk about anything Wait, else. wait, wait. So... Rule 34. <laughs> there is probably porn for miniature donkeys. Oh, my I God. I am not going to look it up. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, don't even try. You have your phone. You can do it yourself. It's a miniature Tia Want a Donkey show where the actress is also a midget. It's double miniature. I like it. Yep. I mean, I don't you want to see that at all. <laughs> but as a liar, as the thought concept, I think we'll appreciate it. It's very meta. You guys are something else. All right. What's next? Uh, sew news. That's about sewing. For some yes, time. it is. That one makes complete sense to me. It See, does. No, it's, it's that one magazine with Paris Hilton's like, that's so new. <laughs> that would be the worst. Ouch. Actually, that'd probably sell really well. It'd be like people, but worse. Yeah. Can so it, that, it can get worse. That kind of thing were possible. It'd be like a, it'd be like worse than like it'd Teen like Bop. Okay, it'd be OK Magazine. So this is, obviously this is a magazine about sewing, as Pete said. Right, but at least there are like millions of people who sew. That's what right? I'm saying. This How magazine many makes people sense. own miniature donkeys. Like five, and they just like give the magazine. They only print one, and they just hand it around to each other. I really want to look up. I want. I want to find some stats of the miniature donkey industry now because I'm. <laughs> I have a feeling it would surprise all of us. All right, what you got next? This one's misleading. Okay, but the name of this magazine is Tan Magazine. It stands for the Australian Naturalist Magazine. It's an Australian uh, nudist colony. Nudist, nudist magazine. Uh-huh. Well, tr- nudists need travel guides as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Wait, are there but, only like aren't there only like ten million people in Australia or something? I don't know. They're probably all nudists. We looked this up a while it's ago. Specifically for Australian nudists who want to travel. I don't think it's a travel magazine. No, but okay. I, just, just I just assume around that, you the know, house. The, the, like, yeah. like, <laughs> yes. like, like, uh, various nudist colonies will advertise their their locations and stuff in a magazine. Right. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Because it, it, I actually looked at all of these and I brought up an issue of this, and um, it talks about um, where you can go, like where there's coves where you can be a nudist and like swim and stuff. Right. Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, is there like a lot of advertisements for your towel that you have to carry around and sit on? There are 25 million gross? people who live in Australia. I don't know. That's an estimate for 2019. How many? 29 million. I wonder if there's Australia? fashion for those towels. This magazine's been around for 20 years. Yeah, it's been around for a while. So what subset of the Australian population of that uh, have to be nudists in order to merit having their own magazine? Oh, I, I mean, don't know. The, what are you guys supposed to cut off is for that? What's the article? I mean, it's really just telling you places you can go and be naked and not get in there's, trouble. There's, well, no, there's also, one about. Like, yeah, I imagine there's probably like tanning lotion ads and you know reviews of, of various. Other, I mean, the one of the articles that I I looked at was one where they're talking to like naked astro- astronomers. So they're like naked and they're looking at a, a telescope into the sky. 
So, so you really mean what astronomers. Is, like, astronomers who happen <laughs> right. to be naked. Uh, I said, yeah, astronomers who happen to like to be naked when they do their thing. It's kind of weird. So just trying to legitimize this mental disorder <laughs> where you can't wear clothes. Right. Okay. Um, well, no, you can wear clothes. N- nudists do wear clothes. They I was going to say, what happens when it gets cold spend outside? Their, do they, they, they like break spend down? their downtime. Well, first of all, they live in Australia. Uh, it doesn't really get like cold, cold there. I, I, I um, want to put on a jacket like but, all the time. <laughs> I mean, they they that they're not like there aren't like nude offices that people go to. <laughs> it's like this is how I like to spend my leisure time. It's like how people some people like to go camping. Yeah. Pete likes to go right. work at Bliss Fest. Yeah. People like to, you know, just take so their clothes wait, off and hang out the, with other people who aren't wearing clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, people who are running the, the nudist colony. They have offices. Are they naked? I mean, there's Is not it much weird difference. for everyone else that they're not naked if they aren't? Yeah, like, yeah, like, how, how dare they run the nudist colony if they're wearing a coat? But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, what if the temperature drops a little bit and well, you put no, on I a mean, hoodie? I would imagine, I would imagine that they, do, they are nude most of the time, but, you know, eventually they have to go into town to get food. Right. Because they've got a big group coming in that weekend, and they're not going to go into town naked. I mean, they, they, they go about their lives with clothes on. Unless they go to the nude movie theater. Right. And again, or do, are there towels for the seats? Or, or, that, nude, or, that, or that nude restaurant in France that had the clothes down recently for oh, lack yeah. of customers. That went over well. Yeah, who wants that? <laughs> Apparently nobody. Nobody. Not enough people did. Yeah, not enough people did. Because... Uh, I just can't get over everyone just sitting on everything. You know who? You know who wants that? The lurkers, right? <laughs> People who like to lurk. <laughs> the, the lurkers want that. You want to come over? Hey, Jimbo, you want to come over later and lurk? Not really. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So you have the colonist of nudist exhibitionists next to like a little colony of peeping toms. Yeah, of course, <laughs> and they, they go hand in hand, dude. And they they don't mind each other. They, they, they kind of get off on it. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's not much difference. Pete, Pete here is probably no, the that's, person that's, that's the not really most. How, that's not really how nudism wor- or naturalism no. well, works. Well, but the, the exhibitionist part is why I threw that in there. Well, why do they have <laughs> to be exhibitionists? Well, because then they have to want to be seen. Like, if you're, a new, like you're an exhibitionist, then you go to this resort because they have a peeping Tom place next door where right. there's holes in the wall. Why don't you just a place go next in door? France where the naked ladies dance. <laughs> and the hole in the wall where the men can see it all. <laughs> okay, what's next? You know, one of these days, I'm not going to get talked over by y'all, you fuckers. Unlikely. Sadly, that day is not today. Obviously not. Anyways, I'm going to say my point here. And say I, it. Of the four of us, Pete's the one who is most used to this because he walks around in his banana hammock all day anyways when he gets home. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't fit in with the nudist because I'd be wearing a banana hammock. They actually do allow that. But then I'm not nude? That's okay sometimes. Maybe I'll just wear a see-through banana hammock and meet them halfway. You know, a lot of a lot of nudists. I, I you know, I, I've I've heard about nudist colonies where they're not they don't require you to be nude. Oh, like you just as a normal person can go there and like you know and hang out, hang out. Right. You have because, to obviously have to be comfortable with all the other people being naked. Yeah, because it's not really the people you want to be naked. Anyway. Yeah, no, it's not. So it's, it's, not... it's never like it, it's never like what you think it's going to be. It's never hot chicks walking around completely starkers. And like having pillow fights and shit. No, that that does not exist. Wait, can we make that exist? <laughs> if, like... Someday when you have enough money, yes. Right. Uh, next is Fence Post. The American Fence Association's magazine. It's about fences. I bet that kills in the heartland. It probably does. It probably, they it... have an IndyCar. 
Do they do they uh, do, do they put they, they they publish Robert Frost poems all the time? I have no idea. Do uh, does Trump have a subscription to fences? <laughs> He's not a big he walls not fences. Oh walls, that's right. I'm sorry, walls. You can, you, you can see through fences. Hey, let's start a walls magazine. Yeah, one time those guys had a convention, same time, same building. They did not get along at all. Shit got it was real. Fights, man, fights. it was ridiculous. They're screaming walls, fence, right? You're yeah. putting too much effort into it. Fence this magazine's published six times a year. looks better on a fence than it does a wall. This magazine's published six times a year. Six times a year? Six times a year. That's weird. It's just, like every two months. I just don't know what changed yes. In, yes, in two months in the world of fences. From fences? Like, what's the R&D in fencing? Like, how, well, how intense is that? Well, you know, you got to figure there's like a chain link, you know, a chain link featured one month. Uh, a split rail feature the next month. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of things that could go into that. The fencing industry is $7 billion a year. Yeah, no uh, wonder I they have it. their own magazine. We got to protect right. our stuff. Yeah, 2017, that was valued at $7 billion. Wow. Nice. 8,500-plus 8, AFA representatives. Plus their American employees. American Fence Association? Yeah. So eight thousand is the number you need to have a, a magazine. That's uh, a good number. It's a good number, somewhere around there. Okay. Um, so, do you think the American Fencing Association has its own lobbyist? A full page for one month is two thousand seven hundred ninety-nine dollars and fifty cents. That's actually uh, pretty standard. Yeah. Huh. Uh, that's that's for, that's standard uh, price for. What's that. their circulation? Give me one second. How often do sword fighters accidentally get that magazine? Well, it's actually called Fence Post. Fence oh, Post. Fence Post. Damn it. But if it was called so Fence Post. So unless you're an Instagram whore who wants to fence and post about it. Right. <laughs> fence Post. Fence Post. Fence Post magazine. Two, you said 2000 for a full page? Oh, three grand. Hybrid fence. Three almost three grand. That's expensive. Where right. it's like half wood, half, you know. Actually, like, no, that's I, about... Like hedge walls, like is that in there? Like what's new in chicken wire? I AFA mean. members include over 50,000 professionals. So that's how they can spend some... Cause that, how does one become and a defense professional? The membership guide and directories distribute annually to over 13,000 people. Peas can't touch your carrots. So you said 3,000 for a page. So that's about... The cost for somebody with a circulation of about twenty thousand, roughly. Two page spreads forty forty three hundred. Yeah, that's about that's about right for that um, circulation. That makes sense. They're on they're on they're on target as far as their their cost for ads. Okay. Okay. Uh, next is Cowboys and Indians. <laughs> I actually know. I, I know. I knew this magazine existed. I I had heard about it before, but I never yeah. like paid attention to it. Is it another diorama one? No, uh, it's about rodeos and living on a ranch, having cows or horses. Right, but what about the Indian part? That I don't, I don't know. I don't think that exists anymore. I think probably when they started this magazine, it did, but. I think now it's just about living on the range. Okay. And rodeos. So it was less culturally insensitive earlier, and they just stuck with it? I think so. 
I don't know how I don't know how long this magazine's been going out, but it doesn't sound like a terrible magazine. Or do it's they just... have like a bunch of Native American writers on it, and they're like, "Yeah, fucking cowboys and Indians, man! Like we make a bunch of money off this stuff." I mean, that's possible. Like Indians work uh, on ranches and stuff too. They do, right? They have their own. Yeah, they yeah. do. I'm just like the cowboys and Indians theme did not work out well for them. It might have, if it, it, this magazine's been around for a long time. I'm pretty sure this has been around for a while. I'm looking up right now. I'm just saying when kids play Cowboys and Indians, the Indians get shot. Well, the Indians, when we play Cowboys and Indians, were the bad guys. Yeah. Not for me. Or me. No? No. I can't tell you how many people I fake scalped. (laughs) (laughs) Fake? That was a lot more fun. Yeah, their website doesn't have a list of when they started. Of course it doesn't. At least I don't see it readily available. All right, so what's what's our next magazine here? Right, there's got to be like a rodeo magazine, right? It's like a oh, I'm bit sure there is than that one. Yeah, I'm it's sure it is. Rodeo. Rodeo. <laughs> uh, next is Lifestyle magazine. It took us. It took uh, took Jonathan a while for us to figure out what this magazine actually is. It's a swinger magazine. Yeah. Oh. So for it's for people who are in the lifestyle. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what it is. And it gotcha. took us a second. We're like, what's wrong with this one? And we tried to figure it out until we found a little blurb that said uh, about something about swinging. Stuck in a shitty marriage? Subscribe to this magazine and become acquainted with the swinger say, lifestyle. Are there, are there personal ads in this magazine? Probably. Hey, so it's no a trade idea. magazine. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> legitimately a trade magazine, yes. Uh, next is Steam Glass Quarterly. That actually might be interesting to I think it'd be nice lovely. to look at. As many as any other art magazine. I'm sure there's a sculpting Windows, a... lampshades. Ooh. Right. Yeah, that might be actually a cool magazine to look at. Door panels. Yeah, door panels where it's at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, next is the Croquette Gazette. Croquet. Croquet. The Croquet Gazette. It croquet sounds gazette. better if you say Croquette Gazette. Right. Like, why would you even like call it the Gazette if you I knew it wasn't going to get pronounced that? I'd refuse to call it that. I, I, I would insist to be called Croquette Gazette. Because it rhymes. Is it actually about croquet or is it about the, it little, is. Is it, is about the croquette pastries? No, it's about croquet. The sport. I could fully support the croquette pastries as well. <sighs> croquette Gazette. Like, yeah. like the best way to smash another ball? I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't know. You're standing on it wrong. With a hammer. technique. Yeah. Really hit it 10 yards or more with this new technique. It's like golf magazine. I actually use titanium carbon fiber mallets. (laughs) Get inches out of your drive. We used to actually play this a lot as a kid in the neighborhood. Every kid's played this. Did you guys ever play it the legit way? No, not once. Oh, no. It's awful. No, we used to set up the most ridiculous course with those stakes, too. No, yeah, oh, you yeah. just put you two balls next hill, to each other. Like, between a tree. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, I was just curious if anybody actually ever played it. I had to bounce off the picnic table. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, we didn't get that far. That's why no one our age owns a set, is because we didn't enjoy playing it as children. Oh, I enjoyed playing it. You just right. have to play it right. And by right, you mean wrong. Yes. It's like Monopoly. You know, the house rules, you have to... Right. It's a little more Calvin Ball yeah. than you remember. Yes. See, now I could get behind that. Did Calvin guys... Ball, it's it's all about how you set up the wickets, man. It's all, it's it's all, about... it's all, it's all in the wickets. It's all in the wickets. Did you guys have lawn darts? The actual pointy ones? Oh, yeah, the yes. metal ones? Yes. 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 Yep. Did you ever get to the point where they, your parents took away those ones and got you the... 
the rounded ones. Yes, yeah. and those yep. rounded ones sucked. Yep. Because yeah. they'd hit and roll, so you yeah. had to play the roll instead of like actually aim for the target. It was stupid. Yep. Hated them. I don't know what you're talking about. Metal so, long darts all the way for me. I, th- I think I still have them around here somewhere. So the metal long darts, so you had the metal ones so you could thrust up and they'll stick right in the ground where you're aiming. Yeah. So in order to be safe, because kids are being stupid, they replaced them with these ones that look like almost like a... Uh, one kid. I guarantee, one kid. Yeah. Right. It almost looked like a Pac-Man ghost on a stick. No. And it was rounded on the top and weighted. Not, not So okay. you'd throw it and it would hit. And it wouldn't stay because obviously it was rounded, and it would roll, and you couldn't control which way it rolled because it wasn't completely all the way rounded, and they sucked. Well, there's also the Velcro version where you had like a Velcro circle that you'd put down, and then the darts would have a little bit of Velcro on it. But again, you threw it really high, and it bounced really hard, and they hardly ever stuck either. Yeah, they were bullshit. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you need death metal. Like you need the, the evil yep. spiky Anger. ones yep. to actually play lawn darts. Otherwise, because... go in the house and play toss across. Right. <clears throat> That's stupid. It was stupid. They were the worst. The worst. Like, you'd play with them. Like, it was easier to bowl them at the circle than it was to throw them up in the air. Oh, they had, that's how you always did it. What? You didn't bowl things. Like, if you had the lawn darts, you threw that shit high. Oh, yeah. As high ones. as your little arms could. As high but as when you could. You couldn't play lawn darts anymore. That's when you got a bow and arrow and a paper plate. That's all you needed. Yeah, you just shoot mm, that arrow nice. up in the air. They don't let kids play with that anymore. I used to throw screwdrivers into the ground. <laughs> uh, you had some amazing things that happened as a kid, man. Let me tell you. I know. Kirby decided she wants to take up hatchet tossing. There you go. Done. Like, I want to, like, throw to get it at tenacity or something. They should absolutely have axe throwing. So there actually is a bar that has it, and they're trying to get that bar shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah it's, it's down by Detroit? It's, I think so. No, it's, uh, it's, it's in Auburn Hills. Auburn Hills. Okay. Yeah, it's, okay. it used to be the Big Buck Brewery. Now it's the Hub. Hmm. Uh, next is probably Danon's least favorite magazine ever. Hmm. What is it? Um, Interesting. Uh, phone camera <laughs> photography today? <laughs> nope. Shotgun news. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. It's just news about shotguns? Yeah, just shotguns. Just shotguns. Yep, no other guns, just shotguns. Yeah, but see that again. I could see that magazine making sense for a large population. That's true. I can. You could definitely tell who's going to buy that magazine. You've seen that guy before. The guy with the big truck. He definitely drives a truck. No question about that. Color of his hat is questionable. It's either red or camo. One of the two. Uh, next is. It depends I, if he's going out into the woods or if he's you know going getting dressed up. Right. Or just putting hiding his, in the woods. This is going putting, out hat. Putting on his good jeans. Maybe he's lurking in the woods. Yeah, that, that guy has absolutely lurked. Uh, next is I love cats. Again, not surprised by this magazine. It, I'm surprised right. it, it's not more prominent. Is it a magazine or is it like a calendar that cat people read? <laughs> it was a magazine. Pictures. It was a magazine. Yeah, this is one of many magazines dedicated to cats. What's worse is this probably the least surprising publication on the list. It is. Like, why would it be on the list? You got I Love Cats, Cat Fancy, all kinds of stuff about cats. Right. Pete, do you have a cat magazine subscription? Nope. Do you read cat blogs? Nope. Do you watch cat videos? Nope. Do you watch bird videos? My cat watches bird videos. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next is Model Airplane News. 
again, I'm not surprised from a person that used to work at a hobby store because that stuff's uh, pretty prevalent. Model airplanes and model cars, so I'm not surprised in the yeah. same. One of my one of my friends on Facebook like literally does nothing else. The model airplanes. It's his life. Yeah, I, I I had a guy that would come into my store, and profess he he made model cars professionally. This is what he did. People would take pictures of their real cars and send it to him, and he would go find that model and make an exact replica for them. And. His quality, he showed me. He showed me his new pictures every time he came in. Yeah, they were phenomenal. Well, like I'd his work is phenomenal. It. Yeah, I just can't imagine paying someone to make a model of my car for me. No, I mean I'm not he a gets. Car person. He's been in magazines. Like this guy, he's shown me magazines where his work has been in. Like was right. he in Model Car Magazine? I don't remember the name of the magazine. Wait, wait, it was wait. not called Model Car I, Magazine. I assume there was a Model Car Has magazine. he been in Fashion Doll Magazine? No. Because they had like a garden party and he's got like a little Chev- like Corvette coupe or something. Maybe. Parked next to the Barbie in her picnic basket and everyone's all yeah, he's a, he's an he Yeah, he is an old retired GM worker. Of course, we're in Flint. Right. But yeah, I mean, his work was phenomenal. I was impressed every time. Uh, next is Twins Magazine. Twins. Twinsies. Twins. Basketball. How often should you wear the same Twins. outfit? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. He loves you, but not... No, he loves her, but not right. you. Wife swapping. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> no. Which one's right. the evil one? <laughs> so which of the twins has Pete. been in Lifestyle Magazine? Pete's the evil one. How, how, how to keep your boyfriend from, from telling the difference between you? How to keep them from telling the difference between you? Right. Step one, make a fake mole that you both can take on and off. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Next is Potato Review. (laughs) This one's my favorite. It's just about potatoes. Growing them, harvesting them. Right. I mean, tiny donkeys, potatoes, sure. Do they have debates on what the best potato is? I bet you they do. Yukon Gold. Yukon gold, you know, just whatever. Russet. I mean, it depends on There's what you're There's the doing. russet corner. Russet's <laughs> trash. <laughs> you see that again, you dirty skin. son of a bitch. And then, uh, like, people stabbing each other with, like, peeling Yeah, I'm hoping, they don't, I'm hoping they don't have, like, an online forum or anything, because it's got to get pretty heated. Oh, man, the trolls on that thing. Baked, even. How, oh. how often do they use the word eyes? She has eyes for you, like, all the time. You know, in, in every issue, there's the pun on the word eyes. Yeah, we know they mashed it up all the time. Oh, my word. <laughs> That's all it is, is potato pun monthly. <laughs> I would totally buy that magazine. Potato you know, pun monthly? Yeah, because where, where do you get after month five? I mean, you're going to run out. You, 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 That's where it gets interesting. Well, see, no, after month right. five, it's the twice-baked one. <laughs> right. But that's the thing, is you keep reading it because every month they surprise you. Yeah, exactly. They, like, And they hide it, too. It's like, where's the pun? It's like, where's Waldo? It. Gotta find it. Gotta find the pun this month. People would buy that shit. They would. And do, apparently. You know what else they buy? What? Something that they help seek out and find their way. What is it? Lighthouse Digest. I can see that. There's a lot of people that dig lighthouses. Yeah. I've been to a few myself. An ordinary amount of people are into into lighthouses. 
My mom was for a long time. We have some pretty good ones in Michigan for those people that yeah. like lighthouses. We have some oh, pretty yeah. freaking sweet Four, ones. 42, 43 of them, something like that? Yeah, we have a lot yeah. in the lower and upper peninsula. Yeah, no due shortage. to the... No shortage. The Probably the greatest freshwater lakes on the planet. Right. Well, And, and one less, though. One less. Did you see the article about the, oh, the lighthouse that got washed away? We just lost the lighthouse. Oh, That's it was right. A, it was a beacon. Oh, is it? It did seem kind of small. Yeah, it wasn't the actual lighthouse. It was a lighthouse. Again, with the media bullshit, because right? the, the headline's a lighthouse. It was a lighthouse beacon. Dirty liars. Son of a bitch. It was the part that was on the break wall. The lighthouse is actually right. just on the other side. I miss the old days when lighthouses had keepers. Right. They still uh, do and, some of them. And some Sam, of them, yes. In San the, Francisco the, right the now. The vast majority of them are automated now. They have a job opening that you get 131000 to be the lighthouse keeper. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just like live alone Plus in this uh, I lighthouse. believe so. Don't you have to live in the lighthouse? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good, good. I know there's some lighthouses. if you don't have to live in the lighthouse, it is pointless. Yeah. There's some lighthouses in the Upper Peninsula that people still have to go there um, and live there. They, they, you can live there for like the year and like the cold months and whatnot. Hmm. That when you're talking about rad. the UP, it gets kind of, you know, yeah, cold. Cabin but... fevery. Yeah, cabin fevery. Well, I would do it. That's Why not, right. right? Just subscribe to Shotgun Monthly and sit on the lighthouse and fire Just out of the Just subscribe to these 19 weird magazines and you'd be set no, the entire time you're there. When you're done cleaning your shotgun, you just build some model airplanes. Right. Release a few cats. Shoot at them. Right. <laughs> Develop your cat launcher. Yep. Once, a babe you've, and make a once you've right? killed the cats, you turn them into uh, what's it called? The, the, the potato? No. <laughs> turn them into a potato. <laughs> well, you can use the potato to use them to turn them into starch so that they pose correctly. Oh. Oh, yeah. You want to turn them into like living dolls? Yeah, there we go. Ooh, yeah. Just mash up all 19 weird things and have like. The miniature donkeys next to the corpses and yeah, the shotguns. Yeah, this, this all and the sounds little... cabin fevery. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. So what do we got next? That's it. That was the end of the list. Ah. That was it. So what's the weirdest magazine you guys have ever seen? Because I've got weird magazine stories, being that I used to work in a bookstore. Ah, okay. See, now I've just seen the ones that are at the grocery store or whatever, and... They're not that weird, but it's a lot of workout stuff and, like, why would anybody buy this? I don't know. Who cares about these things? So we used to have a magazine in my store. It was called Bear Magazine, but it wasn't about bears. It was about hairy gay men. It was about hairy gay men. And we used to find that magazine often in the back stall in the restroom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah no joke no, nothing about this surprises me oh yeah. yeah do you think it was the same person whose I, thing I, was I, to come into your store i guarantee it it was and we never found out who it was oh my god they're very very sneaky you gotta like it low jack probably, the magazine it was probably a worker no <laughs> no i'm pretty sure it wasn't well okay Anyways. it was pete it was <laughs> long story short it was me long story short i'm the one no, there's a... <laughs> it's my 10-minute. Every day, I take my magazine. 10 minutes? I one out in the bathroom. Dude, it takes 10 minutes? Anyways. Well, oh, that, it mag- like well, half- that magazine, it obviously. like half an hour. With good stimulation. Wow. Anyways, so... <clears throat> my favorite magazine story, again, took place in the store. When I was bringing a lady out, probably in her 50s. And she was buying a Playboy magazine. 
okay, whatever. I don't care. I sold a lot of those, right? I go to bag it, and she stops me. And she says, you know my daughter's in that issue. And I said, okay. (laughs) And she said, do you want to see? And I said, okay. (laughs) So she opened up to her daughter in the Playboy. I was like, I forget what I said. I think I said nice or something. Like, what do you say? Nice rack. Was she a playmate or was she in a was she in a, was she in a, uh, in, a in a pictorial? Oh, I, eh, she was naked. <laughs> well, that narrows it down. <laughs> I don't know. I think she was just in a pictorial. Was she? Did she look good? Yeah, she was hot. Nice. But it was awkward and weird, and she seemed like this lady seemed really proud about that. Well, you know, obviously, you know, when you when you. I mean, and, and posting in a magazine a, implies that you were raised a certain way. Yeah, well, I'm not saying it was a bad thing, but right. well, you got to be proud or uh, like ashamed, like one of the two. Yeah, it's either one of the two, or if just indifferent. You're not buying the magazine, right? I don't know. It was just a weird, awkward kind of thing where I just kind of yeah. said okay a lot. Because what do you do? Right, like, you, that's you, really weird. You get really excited about it like, and see if you can out weird her yeah. about it. <laughs> I yeah, wish I would have done that. Like, like, oh my word! Can I borrow this? Like, is she single? <laughs> is she in town? Like, I can see where she gets it. You look like you probably have a nice rack. <laughs> <laughs> Just sure? make it worse. You should have said, "Oh, I've seen that one before." Right? Like, wait a minute, that's I know her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's how you should have played it off. Oh yeah, but when you're when you're confronted with that kind of situation, like hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. You you can't you don't think about these because you're so shocked. You just end up saying, "Oh, sure, right. okay, you know, yeah." You're, you're you're down to one or two syllable words. Right, you're like, "Oh, is she on page 17? Plus, you know, <laughs> it's you're lucky that she'd probably totally, totally turn into a total bitch about it. Like, stop looking at my daughter. Right, that that's would be great. That you want to see it? Stop afraid. looking at her. I was afraid of that. Like, if I look too long, be like. Okay, yeah, it's enough, and then I get in trouble. You know, like what the hell? Right. So what do you do? You just do like the down downward eye glance, and then look back up at her. It's weird. You're like, oh, so that's oh, no, I'm done with I'm done with eye contact at that point. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just it was weird, but it gave me a story to tell. But it was weird. Right. That was my weirdest and probably funnest magazine story. I don't have anything close to that. Nope. Uh, no, you have to you have to work in the kind of book magazine industry for a long time to get anything like that. Like so, I I I knew what Lifestyles magazine was because I found one in a bathroom once when I was about twelve or thirteen. Okay. And it was full of like it was it was a local like version for Michigan. And it was full of ads. There were a couple articles about, you know, swinging and the lifestyle and stuff. But there were also a lot of ads for people who wanted to find like-minded individuals or groups of people. Uh, And there were photos. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, photographic Mm -hmm. advertisement. Like, this is a picture of me. Or this is a picture of my... And the heads were were always chopped off. Like, you know, their, their head was turned or something like that so you couldn't see their face. Um, but they were almost always naked or wearing some kind of lingerie or they were men wearing lingerie or, you know, just, yeah. Huh. Weird. They're the weirdest magazine story I could, ha- I could have for you. So, so when did you receive your first dirty magazine and how? Oh, we're going there, huh? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's answer this question real quick. 
Party store, Averill Drive, 18 years old. Wow, you got one late. Yeah. Hey. Well, I was 12, got it from my cousin. It wasn't my first experience. Was it was it? a copy of Club Magazine. Mine mm. was uh, Cherry. And Ooh, I remember Cherry. Exotic. Yeah, it was Cherry, and I found it. So I used to have Nintendo Powers. You guys remember Nintendo Powers? Yeah. Okay. They just shut it down recently. Oh, that's shitty. So I used to have Nintendo Powers, and I used to have a stack of them. So I'm going through my stack of Nintendo Powers, and I was looking for a specific one that had a game in it that I wanted to look at. And I think I was around probably 12, 12 or 13. Formative years for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there's a cherry. Like, what the hell? It was just in so my like stack. The porn fairy visited your house. It was in my stack of magazines. And I was like, what the hell? So, you know, I'm looking through it, right? And for the while, I'm trying to figure out how I managed to, what glorious gift I was, who gave me this glorious gift, you know? And uh, all I could think of is there was like a couple weeks before that, my aunt and her husband were staying in our basement. And I'm the only thing I think of is he put that in my stack, like her husband. Like he put that in my stack like, in the Merry Pops. Christmas, little Pete. <laughs> yeah, like something like that. That's the only thing I could think of. Oh, that's great. I hope you never true. asked them. Who, who's going to ask somebody that? I mean, right. as an adult. No. How often do I see this guy? He lives in Canada, he's Canadian. You know, uh, in well, that early, explains why he did it. He's nice. In, I know. <laughs> in the early two thousands, before porn was readily readily available on uh, on phones and whatnot, and I was tra- if I was traveling for work, I would occasionally buy a magazine. Okay. Uh, and then I would leave it under the mattress in my hotel room. Mm-hmm. Really? For whoever came along next and might want it. That's funny. I dig that. Just doing my part, you know. Right. You gotta let it go, Danan. So mine was the Playboy, probably fourteen, fifteen. Um, but it was weird because my parents like went to Canada for the weekend to see a show in like Windsor or something. Right. And then came back and we're sitting there reading a playboy. Right. So it's weird. Yeah. So they're like, Oh yeah. For the, then that's what they said. Oh yeah. For the articles. But then I knew it existed. So the next day, we tore apart the house. You went in search of it. Absolutely. Your life becomes about the, yeah. Yeah, and we found all kinds of things. I bet you did. Did you find the stash? Yes. Did find the stash. And never stopped finding the stash. Forever. Oh, yeah. The stash. You know, I never found, I'm sure my dad had a stash. I never found it. Oh, man. So never found the stash. Either he didn't or you didn't try hard enough. Must not have. But we used to go through my parents' crap all the time. Sorry, Mom and Dad. <laughs> They're not listening to this. Yeah, no. fortunately, they'll never hear this. Yeah, never hear it. All right. Jonathan, you got yours at a store. You just bought it? Yeah. That was my first magazine. It wasn't my first. What, what, what was it? It definitely wasn't his was last. It, was it a hustler? Uh, no, it was just a random pack of stuff. You got a like a random like three like in a, one like yeah, a three in one was, uh, cellophane was, wrap yeah gotcha like gotcha. a penthouse no it was it wasn't a name brand so it was, it was all off the wall it was bullshit. like it was like Wee magazine or something oh some weird stuff cream like you couldn't see what was in, in there you could just so see the one cover. I read a I read, I read Playgirl one time okay like the letters all right um 
completely different kind of fiction, erotic fiction than than you get from like Penthouse or, or right. anything. Those else. were really the best part, anyway. Yeah. They were the funniest. Yeah. yeah. You read them, so what was different about them? Oh, um, you can't just say they're different and not right. tell us why Was it why just about different. him having a job and taking care of her? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like uh, you know how like uh, so. With the guys and stuff, it's mostly all, you know, these, these girls and they're really... For the girls, it's all foreplay. Ah. And then, like, the sex is only, like, you know, like a, a tiny portion at the end and then it's then it's over. So it's all about it's all about a guy taking his time and, you know, they really like to have the mood set and the guys just really, you know, they, all, the, all, the, all, the, all, the, all the fiction for guys is really just all about the act and, and all the dirty stuff this girl does. And it really is kind of... I don't know. Like looking back, you really you think about that, and and like it really informs your understanding of how guys like how guys form their opinions of you women. know women, or their, yeah. their their visualizations or their fantasies about women. It's really really sad. It's like the opposite of a Gillette commercial. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess that ends this topic today. So we'll be right back. Good <laughs> Move them out. Rawhide! <laughs> well, guys, as you just listened to that, here's a list of 11 things to ponder. Oh, we're going to ponder stuff, guys. Hmm. Put your pondering caps on. I'm going to put my official... Hmm. hmm. Number one. Number one. If the number two pencil is the most popular, why is it still number two? It has to do with the lead. I, I know that, but it is funny if you think about it. But people who don't know that. Why would you not? That was like the first question as a kid. I'm like, why is this number two? And then I set about trying to figure out why. To because, why? There's, because there's one through nine. There is one through nine. Really? Yes. Yeah, it's the density of the graphite. Yeah. yeah. So two being the not uh, one of the least dense, I'm assuming. It's not. It's, it's the got second yeah. hardest. Yeah. The hardest. Yeah. One is number, the hardest. Num- one's the hardest. Oh. Nine's mm-hmm. the softest. So you need to know this for like if you're drafting or drawing, because okay. softer leads allow you to do different things when you're drawing. Hmm. So like, say you want a line to show up on your paper, but you don't want it to show up on the blueprint machine, you would use a number six. I don't know if that's actual number, but it would be something similar to that. Yeah, like you would use a softer lead if you if you need to like color or smudge. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Now I I want to buy. All nine pencils and get a favorite. They sell them in sets. Yeah, you they can. Do? Yeah. Number one's good for um, maintaining a, a sharp point for a long time. So if you're doing fine line drawing, it's all fine lines. Yeah. As you go, as you go up in number, the I guess the line could, could be broader. You could think of it that way. Hmm. Because the the lead is or graphite but, now, not lead. Graphite. Yeah, is the graphite the, the graphite in the number one pencil stays stays, stays sharper longer. So if we're doing the fine lines and stuff like that in a drawing or in an architectural plan. Or really just anything writing. I feel like I want my pencil to be sharp all the time. You have to be I'm careful. With myself the reason, the reason why also, people no, use two but instead of one. Number ones are also really hard to erase. Yes. That's why people use twos instead of ones. Ooh, and generally okay. they can be very faint often. Hmm. But, there, but there's – and then there's, there's also B too. So there's actually... Oh, there's 2HB, 2B. Yeah, yeah, 2B, 2HB, and they're all different. 2 not to be. Which 
two B is really like a three. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, we're getting so technical. But everybody, but it's people like want, a... but people want to use it because it's a number two pencil. So wait, so wait, wait. We'll Are it, we we'll working on pencil monthly? But really, more, but really more, more. Uh, <laughs> yes. More uh, commonly, two B, two HB. That's in mechanical pencil. Then. Right. You find that more often than uh, you can. Well, you can find a two B pencil. You can. They still make. Typically make speaking, sense. more more commonly, uh, that's that's oh, going to be. Oh, I just realized I didn't spend enough time at Office Max. That's why I'm the only one who doesn't know about pencil heads. Well, I I am. I admittedly I'm an office supply geek, but I've also been drawing architectural plans since I was like six. So, I, I pay attention to crap like that. So, what well, this will blow your mind too. There's a guy out there with a business. You send him pencils. And he expertly sharpens them for you, puts a cap on them, and sends them back. Oh, and then there's the sculpture people. Oh yeah, yeah the how... pencil the pencil sculptures are awesome. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that kind of thing. That's just sculptures on a pencil, which is not just, but that's it's cool. But like, how often do you send him pencils to, I don't get to it. be expertly sharpened? I don't get it. You know that uh, that that joke about house hunters, where like my husband sharpened pencils and. I, I, I collect butterflies part-time. And our I mean, budget's $1.7 well, Yeah, it turns out there actually is a pencil sharpener. Yeah, it's his job. Right. You can look him up. He does it. And then he puts a, a special cap on it, and he sends it back. I want to learn how to do this. I'm sorry. This is weird. It's a thing that exists. The guy makes his... That's what he does with his, with his time in his life. I hope he does it with a wood lathe. I'm not sure how he does it. Right. He whittles it. Whittles. Well, and whittles, that's what my cousin did. He was... Whenever he would draw with pencils, he would always sharpen it with like uh, an exacto knife or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then you could put the shape on it that you want. Not uncommon, yeah. Yeah. I just can't imagine why you would need or want to send your pencils away, draw with them for, what, an hour? Put them back in the box and send them back off to be sharpened? I don't know. Are you doing this like a thousand pencils at a time? I don't know how it works. The the logistics of this boggle my I mean, I guess how much you want to spend. I guess. But I mean, I guess if you're you got to make it economical to postage, economic, if mailing exactly. pencils to be sharpened is in your budget anyway, I don't think money's a problem. <laughs> it right. could be. I mean, if you're spending money on that instead of food, maybe you got like a weird fetish. I... That is a super. And weird there's fetish. a magazine for it. And there's Rule Thirty Four. Yeah. There's... Someone seductively sharpening pencil. Just drawing dicks with number four pencils or something. <laughs> Some, there's so many in there. I'm like, They'd be so yeah, soft and yeah, flaccid. You wouldn't crank. want to <laughs> turn it right. crank. Oh wait. So are they drawing the dicks with the pencil of the hardness of the of the dick? Obviously, yes. And it's like a flip book. <laughs> it's like what you know. Yeah. How do you prefer your penis to be? You know. Do you do you want a number ten or do you, do you prefer something closer to a one? Jesus. Okay. What's the next question, man? This got weird. <laughs> it was about to. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan can't even answer that question. He's thinking about penis drawings. No, I'm not. He's trying to decide I which I unlikely is. story. I'm amazed that this first question yeah. took seven minutes to answer. <laughs> it's us. What are you amazed about? We got to fill up the time with something. Number two. <laughs> Why do we press harder on the remote control when we know the batteries are getting weaker? Because that's how it works, damn it. Why do we turn down the radio when we're looking for an address? Why right. do we do One that? One of those things. I don't understand that. Is it, I, I personally think it's because we're trying to concentrate on looking for something instead of listening to the music and being distracted. That does make sense. But as far as the remote control goes... Force of will. 
Just, yeah. Just work, damn you. Like, this is the button I want. You Don't worry about all the other buttons. Just do this one one time. And the reason why we do that is because sometimes it works. Yep. <laughs> it does occasionally. That's exactly why we do it. Do you ever, if it, do you ever, if it worked one time in your life, you're going to do it every single time. Yep. Do you ever take the, the back off and roll the batteries and oh, put yeah. it back on? Oh, yeah. yeah. Take them out. Shake them. <laughs> yep. Put them back in. Switch them. Switch their spots. Yeah. Yep. Do you guys ever, like, lick the ends, lick oh, your fingers no. and touch the ends of the batteries, and then put them back in? Nope. You no, can usually but... steal a little bit of power that way. Nope. Haven't ever done no. that. You should just hit the remote. Be like, generate more electricity. <laughs> and then that's, it works for a little while. Yeah. Number three. Why are you in a movie, but on TV? Yeah, that sounds weird. You talk about it the other way. You're on a movie and you're in TV. TV. Right. Well, because the picture box is in your house and it's a little thing and there's little people in the box. Back in the, back, in the box. back in the old days when the when, when the TV was was he froze was okay. like an actual box. Right. You couldn't be in the TV. You had to be on it. Because then you're implying that you were actually in the t- in in the, in the in the in the television unit itself. But that's what they're saying though. Is your well no you're in a movie and on TV yeah, yeah. you're on TV on TV I was on TV last night on the news is right, it something right. about having to turn the TV on I don't think so no because what happens then nowadays when you're watching a movie that Ken starred in Ken is in that movie that was on the TV we watched last night because we watched it in this room mm. yeah you just you just doubled that up didn't you yeah I did yeah you went there. But you can be in a movie and on TV. But you don't ever say, I was in TV last night. No, but you people have said they were in a show that was on TV. Right. We're yeah, but you about, always preface ta- that with the word on TV. We're talking about something. You have to turn the TV on? Because the, the TV is That's not... Um, the TV isn't the thing that you're in so or wait, on. So you're not on a show either. You're in a show. You're right. in a movie, right. but you're on TV. So does that maybe say you're you in a show because it could be on stage? The show. Would you say you're in the news program, or were you on the news? You're on the news. So if I was being interviewed for whatever, I was the eyewitness to an accident, would I say I was in the news last night? Or you was say I, both. Actually. Or were was like, I on were, the news? Were, you, were the Arby's witness guy? Right. Yeah. No. If you were, you were, you could say you were in the news last night, and you could You'd say you're in the news, the news if you were a part of the story. You'd be on the news if they were talking to you about the story. Oh, that is a different. Yeah, and that's, that's what I was thinking. If it's about me, then I was in the news. Right. And if they just interviewed you, you're some Yahoo in the background. You're on. Yeah. But TV some Yahoo on the news. Yeah. TV is analogous is analogous to a movie screen. Not to the actual movie itself. Nobody ever says they were in the movie screen. They were on a movie screen. On a TV. I wouldn't say I was on the movie screen. I would say I was in a movie. That's the question. Well, no, no. This is what I'm saying. Show the movie honestly. When you're you're talking about being on TV, you're in a show that's on TV. So on TV is... In a movie that's being shown either on a movie screen 
or in or on a TV. I get, oh, I get but this in point. a theater. I, but I, I would say I'm I'm in the movie at the theater, not no, no, on the theater. This the is what, the, place. the movie's on the theater. The theater you're is a the physical theater. place. Yeah, this so is of course you're at. The this theater. is what Ken's trying to say: is the TV is a screen, so you can't be. He's right. You can't be in a screen. You can be on it, but you can be in a movie on a screen because if you're in a movie, you're actually in some kind of you know play or whatnot. Yeah, like I'm in a show. That's on TV. Or I'm in a movie that's on the screen. So I guess yeah. the real answer here is that these two should not be... They're not They're not really comparable. See, here, yeah, that's apples and oranges. Yeah, yes, here's another thing. Like, you can be in a TV show, but you would watch it on the television. Right. I mean, we could try you can be sh- in a movie that's on TV, or you can be in a movie in a TV that's show. on a movie screen. Yeah. I mean, we could try something this. They use stock footage of you being on TV in the movie of the Avengers, which played at the theater in which you were in that movie, and that stock footage of you being on the news. Yes. Apples and oranges. Correct. Moving on. Moving on. Next. Number four. What was the best thing before sliced bread? Betty White. <laughs> Betty. Betty White wasn't there before sliced and bread. Happy yes, birthday. it was. No way. Betty White was born in like 1924 or something like Dude, that. Dude, they've been slicing bread since they made bread. No, <laughs> no, no. But they're ta- what they're talking about is actually commercially available pre-sliced bread in the oh, store. Oh, when did that happen? Like 27 or something like that. Really? They knew that they they sold so, gold loaves. And sliced stuff? bread is the greatest thing since Betty White. Interesting. July I was 6th, unaware of that. 1928. 28. 28 sliced bread. Or we're talking about Betty White. Uh, so, bread. So yeah, it, see, Brett and, and, yeah. and Betty White was born in like 24, 25, something like that. Yeah, but she was only three. She it, doesn't ma- cool it doesn't matter. 1922. 1922. She was born in 1922. So, Betty, so, so you can't say Betty White's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Sliced bread's the greatest thing since Betty White. Yeah, okay. I and know that. For some reason, only when I was searching answer. for the spread thing, apparently if you type in sliced bread is illegal, there's actually something about it. Sliced 1943, U.S. ban on sliced bread. During 1943, U.S. officials imposed a short-lived ban on sliced bread as wartime conservation measures. I was going to say wartime conservation. Yeah. I had no idea. What What they were we conserving? Bad sliced the slicing bread. of bread. I don't know. The you metal could, in the slicer? Yeah, maybe. You could slice it yourself. Oh. Or maybe it was like that they, extra that extra work at the factory or something. They wanted to repurpose that. So they just sent out whole loaves. You can slice the damn thing yourself. Possible. Right. I mean, I, I guess I just can't see where the war bread effort. Were, were meant to be sli- were, were made to be sliced. Right. right. Like when they had factory workers slicing them all by hand. I'm not sure where we're saving money. They never had factory workers slicing them by hand. That the reason they started making uh, sliced bread that you could buy in Australia because they came up with a they well, actually invented. I know. Invented a I know. That's slicer. why it, it doesn't make any sense. Because what is a bread slicer doing for the war effort? They're, I mean, they just melting them down. Like oh. We got Supposed to be cutting up Nazis, and they just yeah. bust into your your bakery, take your bread slicer, and melt it down, and try and make like plain parts out of it. They used uh, they used a lot of metal for stuff like that. Like the original flint arches were thought to have been taken. I mean, they were pulled down to make way for streetlights a long time ago, but it was thought that they were taken out of storage and melt down for the metal, hmm. and for the TVs, the original flint arches, the metal. Yeah, that or they'll come up in the next hundred years. Someone would be like, look what I found in my dad's Or they'll basement. pop up. Right. In private collections. It turns right. out it's what's, uh, they repurpose it as rafters to hold you know, over the water plant or something like that. Yeah. So they used it for something. That'd be hilarious. Number five. 
Why do we drive on parkways and park on driveways? Uh, I knew that one was coming. I had a feeling that one was coming, too. I don't have any clue. I don't know either. But really, when's the last time you drove on a parkway? Uh, today. There's some parkways. There's one today, but there's some parkways in Flint. Yeah? Several of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, parkways are named such because they... Uh, you said, you know, go. They, they were constructed through pastoral areas or parks. Okay. Yeah. There were carriage paths. So I guess yeah. I mean, I mean that's why you drive on parkways because again, like Ken yeah. said, they were constructed through parks and pastoral lands. But why you park in a driveway? I don't think. People, see, technically, you don't you don't have to park in a driveway. It's not really for parking. A no. driveway is to drive on. You park in a garage. You drive your well, way to your garage. Yeah, yeah, you drive the way to the garage. You can park in the driveway. It's a means of getting from your garage, which is in the back of your house, to the street, which is in the front of your house. Yeah, that's a driveway. Meant to be driven on. Right. So that question's a little mis- misleading because you because you don't yeah. have to park the, in the driveway. No, the, the answer is the words, words park and drive both have two meanings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Number six. Why do fat chance and slim chance mean the same thing? Say that again. Why do what? Fat chance and slim chance mean the same thing. Oh, the same there's thing. a fat chance that the fat chance or slim chances. I would say the oh. slim chance is possible. A fat chance is like no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I feel no. like that's a pipe dream. The fat chance isn't going to. But fit both of them that. technically mean it's not going to happen. No, slim chance means it's not likely to happen. Yeah, so fat chance is a big zero. A it's not going to happen. Yeah, fat chance of that. Yeah, you know. You're saying that there's no chance. You got a fat chance this guy of clearing that pole vault. No. Yeah, exactly. But why they call it fat chance, I have no idea. I have no idea either. Because of the unlikelihood of the fat guy clearing the pole the pole vault. <laughs> That's true. That's the only thing that makes sense here. Yeah. Fat chance of that. That's weird. I don't understand. Right. I don't know why that became a thing. Before we looked that up. Huh. See, my brain goes right to um, the couple of times I've been in a in a cave. And there's always the one really narrow part where they call it like the fat man's misery or something like that. You are obviously you have to have, the, we, we, have, we, to have a stick of dynamite. That, no. That's no. why. That's no. why I don't hang out in caves. Yeah, that's where the the big explorers said, uh, "This is far enough." <laughs> yeah, that's mammoth caves, and uh, fat. Maybe that could be like fat mm. chance to get through that. Well, and there's one up north too, and one of those uh, mines you can go into. Oh yeah. In any natural cave, any part that's like, boy, this is pretty thin. They gotta make a joke about it because they can't widen it for tourists. They just be like, "Hey, uh, it's real, it's real tight in here." <laughs> Yo, fat man's chance of getting through that. I can actually see that becoming the real like reason fat why. Fat man's chance. Yeah, you have a fat man's chance of that. I. Mm-hmm. I so let me explain where slim chance comes from. Slim chance. Well, yeah. slim is all about margin. Narrow. Narrow. Narrowness. Narrow yeah, chance, your chance narrow is narrow. But I can see like fat man's chance to get through that. You know. I can see that, like, being a military thing, maybe. I don't know. Next. Why do British people never sound British when they sing? No one ever sounds their native. The Germans don't sound German when they sing. I agree. So here's the thing. When you sing, it uses a different part of your brain than it does for speaking. Right. So I have a friend um, who has a terrible time stuttering. Great singer. It uses a different I've part that. of the brain. Besides, yeah. what do British people? What what is what does sounding British really mean? I think I they just know. put British. Mm-hmm. In don't they have like fifty example. different dialects or something like that? There's only yeah. there's a different dialect every two and a half miles in England. I think they just use that for an example. 
Yeah, well, that's like any accent is, I mean, if you're all speaking the same language and have any accent, it's how you mispronounce everything. I mean, And then when really you sing, is. it's all long vowels. There's not enough time to mispronounce it. Right. Right. So should there be like one universal language? But yeah, nobody sounds Australian language? when they sing. No one sounds anything when they sing. Yeah. Right, because they're singing. That's why people like K-pop so much. What <laughs> the hell is K-pop? <laughs> Korean pop music. Oh, I don't know what that is. I don't love it. I'm going to play it for you tomorrow at work. Oh, for Christ. Yeah. Oh, for Christ. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and all of his carpenter friends. <laughs> Number eight. At the movie theater, which armrest is yours? The one yes. on the right. Both. Thank you very much. The one on That's the That's true, because right. the one on my right is mine, and the one on the left belongs to the coat that I put in that chair. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, I like the places where they actually have the cup rest on the back of the seat in front of you. There's oh, yeah. no debate there. Is there any word left that where? does that? The Dort Federal Credit building, Dort Federal Credit, where the Firebirds sp- play. That's because they haven't replaced uh. the seats since 1986. No, they right. redid that complete arena. That's all new seating. That's but not, that used they to, they used to be, when the Fenton Cinema was open. When I was a kid, that was where the cup holder was, and it was great. The only thing I like about having the seat, having not having the the cup holder there, is because I can put my feet up now. Oh, see, I don't, I don't do that. Oh, I do. But I, just, I mean, yeah. only, only if the granted, only if the seat in front of me is empty. But yeah. the, I, the the armrests now are wide enough for me to like just set my feet up on, so I can sit comfortably. Plus, if it, unless it's needed, it like puts people off of sitting right directly in front of me too, because they want to be at least one seat away from my feet. Oh yeah, no, you gotta get in there early in the open by kicking that seat right. repeatedly. Yep. Like you are not yep. sitting here. Oh, does that look like a good place to sit? <laughs> yeah. Nope. How's that going? Nope. How's nope. that? Work? <laughs> nope. Good idea. Yeah. yeah. Slide down too. Let me put my foot right in your face. Yep. Well, these, you know, I mean, these, my feet are pretty huge, so I just like stick it out there, and then like can't miss that. Nope, not sitting there. <laughs> Number nine. When French people swear, do they say, pardon my English? <laughs> no. <laughs> the answer is no. That would be hilarious if no, they did, though. From they what don't. I hear, the most other no. languages are better to swear in. More than likely. Plus, they hate the English. So they, they hate English. No, nah, they get, a, they get along speakers. now. Ever since the channel was built. No, they hate English. Oh, yeah. they hate, they, they hate the Americans language. who speak it. Well, it's because we speak this bastardized version of English that takes a little bit of everything and calls it our own. No, it's because French is better than you know. Oh yeah, that's it. Well, the reason they used to say that is because you know the most in polite society, if you were to swear, you did it in French because it was less offensive. Um, but yeah, I lost. I forgot. So, what are the good hand. French swears? Like what? What would oh, you I don't have know. done? I feel like we need to bring that back. Because you could the, probably get away with it, like what shit shit is miet, right? Miet. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Pet to the mayor. Um, British English is way worse than American English. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's just kind of crazy. Visualize something for me. Okay, go. Q U A Y. Q U A Y. How do you pronounce that word? Key. B E R. K E L E Y. B E R K E L E Y? I would pronounce that as Berkeley. Barkley. That's wrong. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Barkley? D E R B Y S H I R E. Derbyshire? Derby. Derbyshire. So they say the, the E is the A. So. Derby. Derbyshire. But not in all words. 
Ah, it gets dirty like that. Well, that's English all over the place. Yeah, that's kind it's of like, English. Here's a bunch of rules. We don't really pay attention to them <laughs> most of the time. Figure it out yourself. <laughs> like, okay, how about you? How, the way you pronounce Worcestershire versus the way you spell it? Worcestershire right. versus W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R-S-H-I-R-E. Or Arkansas. 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 Thanks, guys, for bringing me back into this. Number 10. Why do people say heads up when you should duck? <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> because when you yell, get hit in the face, nobody looks up. Right. <laughs> no, like, heads up. When somebody says duck, I start looking around for a duck. Right. What's funny is that when it, people say heads up, those who don't ha- have never partook in, like, a sport or anything with a ball... Mm-hmm. You say heads up, they actually do look up. Look out! For, look out! Something's coming. Yeah, yeah heads right. up for me is I turtle. <laughs> right, right, because you know I'm used to it. I'm like, oh, here it comes. Let me protect my head. Lawn darts. Yeah, it depends exactly. on the urgency at which you hear it, whether or not you look up to see if you can get out of the way, or you just like flinch and pull down. Yeah, because what if it's not coming for you and they're yelling at somebody else? It doesn't matter. Usually, yeah. that means it doesn't. They don't know who it's going to hit. Because if they knew it was going to hit Danon, they're like, look out, Danon. Right. But if they don't know who it's going to hit and there's a group of people, they say heads up so everybody ducks and covers. Yeah. Cause That's if you're, how that works. If you're playing the game and someone yells heads up, you have a fair idea where the ball is and you might look for it. If you're walking through the park with your friend having a conversation and someone yells heads up, you probably just turtle because you have no idea you what's turtle, going on. You turtle because it's the equivalent of screaming for in golf or hearing that. Which when why do you yell for? I actually don't have any idea why and you yell if, for. And if I were anywhere other than a golf course and somebody, I heard somebody yell for, I, my immediate reaction would be to, like, what? For? Okay. I would not. My brain does not process for as being a caution if I'm not on a golf course. I guess that's fair. Like, I would think somebody is yelling about the number four. Yeah. Like, I want four of them. I'm four. Like, six! That's my answer. Like, yeah. When somebody but on the golf course. a slow auction? <laughs> What? Like a slow auction, so the guy talking really fast. He's like, four. Four. Four and a six. half. <laughs> yeah, but on the golf course, if you hear four and it's coming at you, you turtle. Because yeah. that means it's going towards you. Yeah. yeah. And lastly, my favorite one. When does it stop beca- being partly cloudy and become... Partly sunny. It's all about your outlook. When is it half full and when is it half empty? Yeah, it's also the heat paradox too. Again, right? I think it's a sixty-forty split. Sixty-forty. Yeah, I agree with you. What do you yeah. mean by sixty-forty? Well, like well, when it's... there's sixty percent clouds, then right. it's partly cloudy. Cloudy. No. No, it's partly sunny. Good. Partly sunny. And then when it's sixty percent sun, it's partly cloudy. So, ah. Yeah. Whereas if it's 75% clouds, it's mostly cloudy. Because there is mostly cloudy mm-hmm. and partly cloudy. Or if it's 75%, yeah. it's mostly sunny. Yeah, I think it's a, a rough estimate of percentage. I agree. Well, guys, I hope you all enjoy listening to this week's edition of the Vlix podcast. And if you didn't, I'm sorry, we're just going to keep doing this. Yep, can't stop it. Yeah, yes, it's, Can't stop, won't stop. Hey, we got, we got that's big, a great song. We got big number 20 on its way. Mm-hmm. Like a freight train. The big and, excited for and in two weeks, we'll have cantinis. Yeah. When we turn 21. So, yeah. guys, keep it real. We'll see you next time. Peace.